This is a production of the U.S. Department of Energy Joint Genome Institute, the JGI. And now, a JGI Oda, a snippet about JGI-supported science. I'm Manika Wilhelm, your host for this IOTA. Today, we're spending a few minutes with JGI researchers who have worked out a new way to comb through microbial genomes for useful information. Because everywhere you look, microbes are shaping the environment. They're processing nutrients like carbon and nitrogen, absorbing chemicals, even some that might be toxic to other organisms. And they're making and releasing other compounds that fuel the organisms in their ecosystems. They're doing a lot, and they owe all of these skills to their genes. So to get new skills, they've got to get new genes. That's also happening all the time thanks to other tidbits like plasmids and viruses. They bop around spreading their DNA. To help explain, here's Simon Rue. He's a staff scientist at the JGI studying viral genomics. So I was trying to come up with a good analogy to this. And here it is. Think about a microbe and its core genome as a person on a bike. They've got what they need. Wheels, pedals, brakes. Super functional. It's here, it's stable, it's doing what it's supposed to do. But not necessarily fancy. Genetic tidbits like plasmids and viruses can change that. So to me, they're a bit like the bags you put on your bike. Maybe in your you know, saddlebag, you have like whatever is uh, helping you go faster. This thing, you know, it's in the bag, so you can kind of take it out. You can give it to your friend. You can take it from your friend. To Simon, these genetic tidbits are essentially bells and whistles for microbes. They've got a name. They're mobile genetic elements, or MGEs for short. And they can be important. What's a bike ride without a bell? The same microbe with different MGEs will behave differently in the way they cycle carbon or nitrogen or any other nutrient or even the way they grow or compete. So in the end, yeah, they they do have a strong influence on everything we are interested in when we think of microbes. MGEs are key for adaptation. Instead of waiting around to evolve, a microbe with the right MGEs can nearly instantly do stuff like adapting to a warmer climate or gaining antibiotic resistance. So for example, we could use MGEs to help useful soil microbes handle climate change. Or on the flip side, knowing which MGEs matter for antibiotic resistance could help us slow that down. And even though these MGEs are super common and influential, they're also really varied. There are viruses and plasmids, transposons, and gene cassettes. Historically, they're hard to track. The only unifying principle that defines MGEs is something that we can't easily predict from sequence. Antonio Camargo is a JGI researcher who set out to sort out these MGEs. So he's saying basically that what many MGEs have in common is that we don't know about them, which makes them tricky to understand, but not impossible. Antonio and Simon, as part of a team led by Nikos Kirpides, have been working on a new software tool to find these mobile genetic elements within microbial genomes. Antonio took the lead on developing the software, and they've tested it on thousands of sequences from one of the JGI's databases. That's the Integrated Microbial Genomes and Microbiomes Database, or IMGM. The tool they developed is both fast and precise. It will let other researchers do even more. People can use this in health settings to find plasmids with antibiotic resistance genes. We know that antibiotic resistance spreading is a problem nowadays. People can use this to find viruses and plasmids that encode genes that can be leveraged in biotechnology. For example, delivery of DNA pieces via conjugation, nucleases that can cut 
DNA and do DNA editing, all sorts of things. They'll be able to identify MGEs and sort out which ones are doing what. Some are very useful, some are harmful, and some do nothing at all. But they're always moving around. So, a little bit nomadic. A little bit nomadic, yeah. And in honor of the nomadic nature of these MGEs, this tool is called Genomad, which Antonio doesn't take credit for. As for the name of the tool, it was actually my wife. At the time, she was my girlfriend, but it was my wife that named it. Yeah, I think it's a great name, and so far people have embraced it. As a preprint, the work received a Community Spotlight Award from Google's TensorFlow. And now they've published a paper on the Genomad tool in Nature Biotechnology. The Genomad software is freely available online. We'll link it in our episode description or show notes wherever you're listening. You can find, you know, download links to use Genomad, guides on how to use it, a link to the GitHub with the codes, and also, of course, a link to the manuscript. That's it for this JGIOTA. So again, that was Simon Rue and Antonio Camargo sharing a bit about their recent paper in Nature Biotechnology. It's on the tool they developed, Genomad. The senior author on that paper was Nikos Kirpides. You can find a link to that paper wherever you're listening. This episode was written and produced by me, Mainika Wilhelm. I had production help from Allison Joy, Massey Ballin, Ingrid Okert, and Graham Rutherford. If you like this episode, hit subscribe or follow in your podcast player. That way, you'll never miss an episode or a JGIOTA. Genome Insider is a production of the Joint Genome Institute, a user facility of the U.S. Department of Energy Office of Science located at Lawrence Berkeley National Lab in Berkeley, California. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Oh,